Vegcast. 28 podcasts later. Vegcast. I'm Vance, welcoming you to July's only Vegcast. A full menu from first to last. Vegcast. Yes, this will be the singular Vegcast for July. I thought maybe I would get one out of the way early on and then have another done before Summerfest at the end of July, but that is not going to happen. I will have one up after Summerfest, uh, our annual Sounds of Summerfest edition, but I really doubt that I'm going to be able to turn that one around in the two days that I'll have before uh, before August starts. So early August, we'll have two podcasts in August, and uh, hopefully... This will satisfy your craving for great veggie podcastage for July. On this one, we're going to be wrapping up our multi-podcast coverage of the Al Gore Global Warming Livestock Issue with a visit to Live Earth. I went there to report on the event for Vegetarian Voice, and I don't want to step on that too much or scoop vegetarian voice in terms of anything that I wrote there, but uh, we will be going and having uh, kind of a tour of what it sounded like, various aspects of it. And of course, we will have a science fact, and we have a song from Kyle Vincent, who you'll remember from last VegCast. So all that's coming up. Just sit back, relax, and if possible, enjoy this edition of VegCast. All right, so as you know, Live Earth, the Concerts for Climate Change, uh, was an event that happened on July 7th, and I was there as a part of a reporting on an article for Vegetarian Voice, as I said, but uh, this will just be a series of snapshots of the experience with some emphasis on uh, some vegetarian issues. Chiefly, I did report that uh, they did serve meat at the uh, event, but they did have at all the concession stands uh, one veggie option at least, and many of the concession stands had both uh, veggie burgers and veggie dogs. But as you'll hear, it was difficult to find out if those veggie uh, items were actually vegan. I'm here reporting from Live Earth. Right now, I am right outside of the stadium on one of the ramps overlooking the carnival, uh, state fair, whatever the hell it is. It's the place where all of the crazy rides and attractions, sideshow and games uh, try to get the ring on the object games are uh, all bunched together with uh, booths for uh, environmental and consciousness-raising organizations, uh, getting the whole thing more of a sideshow carnival quality than you might otherwise expect. I would say it's got 100% of that quality. Uh, At any rate, Melissa Etheridge is now performing, and I have my report for you on the veggie burger situation. I have been trying to track down this information. I can now pretty definitively say that almost nobody on the ground seems to know whether the burgers and hot dogs which they have are 
uh, vegan or just vegetarian. Now, I do have to say kudos to the organizers for having vegetarian options. That does certainly cut down on things and uh, is in sync with the message of Live Earth, which is to answer the call, step up, do something, blah, blah, blah. I'm sorry, blah, blah, blah isn't actually part of the message. I was just paraphrasing there. But uh, so it's good that they have these options at all. They have veggie burgers, veggie kebab, veggie hot dogs. And they're priced just a little more than the outrageously priced regular food. So that's fine. It's just that, uh, number one, selling the regular food, that is animal products here at all, uh, in a situation where you're telling people to try to address these most important issues is a little off message, of course. But more importantly, to have any option that they're putting out that is free of animal products, it would be good for them to let people know. And they don't seem prepared to let people know. There's no literature. There's no information after I spoke to several of the cashiers and cooks and then to some of the volunteers patrolling the hallways who finally put me in touch with the head volunteer, the one with the walkie-talkie, who told me she really didn't know and didn't know how anyone might find such information out. Okay, just a couple quick things to follow up on that one. Uh, could assume that the veggie kebabs, at least, were vegan if you uh, had to get a vegan thing. So I should point that out. I mean, you you could see what was on them. They didn't have uh, any cheese stuck in between the onions and peppers and mushrooms. So that's fine. Um, Also, the uh, State Fair thing, it turns out that is called the State Fair Meadowlands, uh, one of two state fairs that New Jersey has. So it was just uh, a confluence of events that this happened to be out there, and yet they, uh, rather than have any of the environmental organizations who weren't sponsors of the event, uh, they had they had them out in this this kind of side sideshow area, which was somewhat amusing, um, but also somewhat spoke to the level of commitment uh, to actually bring people valuable information that they had. But I'm not going to keep on uh, preaching about that, just give you a couple of slices of life from the concert, such as this one. Recording here from Live Earth, where you can hear the massive concert going on in the stadium. We're right out here on the fringes, where this guy with the beer is performing his own concert on what I guess is now the second stage of Live Earth. Turns out the guy with the beard is the guy from Spin Doctors. Who, who knew? Wow, right. And just to follow up on that, the guy from Spin Doctors that I was thinking of was named Chris Barron, and it actually did look like him. So who maybe it actually was Chris Barron there at Live Earth. Uh, and just so you don't think I was hanging out the whole time outside the concert, let's hear just a little bit of Alicia Keys' fine performance. Oh, baby, you're 
Okay, that's going to be enough of that, not just for the copyright concerns, but because I can tell that the fine uh, singing she was doing did not quite entirely get captured by the tiny eye river in the middle of this huge stadium. But that's fine. At least uh, you had some sense of being there. But to return to our veggie theme, the uh, the whole livestock being a greater threat to uh, global warming than uh, cars, than all of human transport, and seeing how they treated that, let's uh, have a listen to a guest that has more to do with animals and uh, has had a lot of overlap with vegetarianism uh, and see what she has to say Jane Goodall Good evening everybody bringing you a greeting from a very far away forest in Africa. I'm going to start by giving you the greeting of the chimpanzee. clip that there uh, because it's not always uh, easy to understand what she's saying on this recording, uh, but you can take my word for it that she did not mention the livestock issue, even as she danced right up to it to uh, by bringing up the destruction of forests uh, around the world, which of course most of them are being destroyed to make either grazing land or land to grow crops to feed livestock. Uh, there is a very definite cause and effect relationship there, and as she said, everything is interconnected, but she wasn't quite uh, ready to interconnect everything, <laughs> as you say. Uh, not to fault Jane Goodall, it's just uh, an example of the the kind of mindset uh, that seemed to prevail there. And additionally, I went back down to the carnival after that. I forget, I think when Dave Matthews' band came on, I, I did have to vacate the stadium at that point um, and went back out to see, to kind of follow up with the people that were there from her organization, uh, Roots and Shoots, and uh, that table was already uh, packed up and gone. So that was odd, but I did get some uh, carnival sounds, some of the fine carnival music that you can hear on this.
fact, improv that we all associate with the carnival because that's where we are. We're walking around the carnival, there's all these tickets, uh, windows that nobody is buying tickets at. There's novelties that no one's buying. There's literally dozens and dozens of empty booths and, of course, uh, attractions, rides, lights, things all being run by diesel generators, as you may be able to hear some of. Uh, also, some are being driven by rock music generators. But a lot of scenes of people kind of sitting around, bored, looking for people to come around. Uh, sunset now, and there are a couple more people here than there were earlier. Once it was clear that uh, the police were not on yet, people uh, seemed to have drifted on out here for another zero uh, sandwich, chicken on a pita, shish kebab, or cotton candy, curly fries, corn dogs, and just reading up all the signs that are in front of me. And now we're back around again. Uh, we just made a circuit of one uh, part of the middle of the midway there, but that's all the sound we're going to give you now. Other carnival. Other carnival. Okay, and back to the concert itself. Of course, as I mentioned there in that clip, uh, what everybody was waiting for, the end of the evening, the police to come on. Uh, everybody was thrilled that the police were back together to perform, and uh, it was okay. It wasn't really a the kind of just pull out all the stops and rock the hell out of the house kind of performance that I might have expected or hoped for, but they were still good. Here, listen to it. Yeah, that's Can't Stand Losing You. They had a kind of an odd set in terms of the song selection. You might have thought there would be some more environmentally conscious songs like, uh, I don't know, Walking in Your Footsteps or else some bigger hits like Every Breath You Take or Everything She Does Is Magic or uh, Synchronicity 2, uh, any of that. But uh, Sting seemed to be picking the songs, and I'm assuming here that Sting was doing the picking. Uh, Stuart Copeland was doing the grinning, but he seemed to be picking the songs mostly just because they had lyrics that kind of uh, happened to overlap with the theme if you, if you listen to them in a certain way, like the beginning of... The first song they did, which was Driven to Tears, it has the first line, how can you say you're not responsible? But that the rest of the song doesn't seem to have anything to do with uh, that particular kind of responsibility. Uh, similarly, Can't Stand Losing You, yeah, I, we, we get that. Uh, losing the planet, no, you, you wouldn't probably be able to stand that. Um, and then uh, they closed, well, of course, they did Roxanne, because it's Roxanne, so that was a big hit. But... Um, they closed with Message in a Bottle, which, again, is a song about uh, personal alienation and so forth. But 
uh, it does happen to have sending out an SOS. And SOS, of course, uh, is Morse code of, for SOS is part of the logo of the whole thing. And uh, Save Ourselves is uh, one of the affiliate organization brands, whatever it is. So that made sense in its own way, I guess. Uh, and here's a little bit of that just to close out our trip to Live Earth. Okay, and just because he kind of started this whole thing, it's uh, appropriate to cap this whole segment off with the voice of Al Gore, and then we'll go into some more pleasant-sounding audio experiences. Thank you so No, now he's shaking Sting's hand. There's typical also. Thank you for coming. Driving through a maze and every beach was so serene with water clean enough to drink. It made you think that life is great and that it's not too late to save the air we breathe. This road we lead will leave us longing for the green of yesterday. Oh, yesterday, I miss a day so far away.
too far to turn around Where have you gone? Kyle Vincent with one of the songs he's known for, Sierra. And VegCast listeners will recall we talked to Kyle on uh, VegCast 27 about his involvement with uh, presenting the Inconvenient Truth slideshow. But now it is time to turn from the dulcet tones of Kyle Vincent to the harsh reality of science. All right, this week's science fact will not be a surprise to anybody who's been listening to VegCast, but to put the put the button on this whole issue, there's yet another study. Eating meat contributes to global warming, says study is this headline. Uh, other fine headlines, meat is murder on the environment, or beef production pollutes more than cars. That was my favorite. Here's the nut graph. Eating one kilogram of beef produces more greenhouse gas emissions than driving for three hours while leaving the lights on at home. According to a new study from Japan, this study is from uh, the National Institute of Livestock and Grassland Science in Tsukuba, Japan. And uh, it measured the life cycle of a beef cow uh, and actually did not account for emissions from farm equipment or uh, transportation vehicles for livestock. So it would likely uh, be even more of this. Why you could leave the lights on at your neighbor's house at the same time, I guess. Uh, But, of course, the people who did the study recommended that the solution to this is to force cows to have calves more often. Keep them pregnant even longer so that we can increase animal suffering and get a tiny amount of reduction in greenhouse gases in return. Well, they didn't put it in those terms, but that is the assessment that you are just going to have to take to the bank when I read you the science Okay, before we go, opening up the old mailbag, I got a message from a fellow who was very complimentary about VegCast, and therefore I will uh, mention his product. It's called Soy Wallets, and it's wallets that are made out of silk soy milk cartons. And the cool thing about the wallet is that it it retains the little twist-off cap that uh, that you use, the white cap, to, to get into the carton. Um, I somehow you you use that cap to get into the wallet. I'm not sure why you'd want to have to unscrew a cap or whatever or have a cap on your wallet. But if you do, this is the place that you should go. It's at soywallets.com. That'll be in our show notes. And I uh, wish him all success in uh, in getting spreading the news of soy wallets everywhere. Thanks. 
Okay, that is going to do it for VegCast 28 and for our coverage for now of the livestock global warming issue. Thanks, everybody, for downloading us. Thanks for subscribing. Remember, you can subscribe to VegCast at iTunes. And uh, thanks to Kyle Vincent for letting us play his song Sierra on this VegCast. Looking forward to seeing everybody at Summerfest. And if you're not there, I will be getting sights and sounds of Summerfest to share with those who aren't. So whether you're there or not, please be sure to get out there and live like you mean it. Veg. Cat.